Welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Chassie B. And I'm so shy. <laughs> I don't know why she does this to me. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another week, another episode. We are joined by two guests who have been on before, and we just had to bring them back. And don't let me forget to introduce them this time. But before we do that, we're going to start with a foreplay and Chassie B, you're first. I didn't have one, so I'm going to make up one off the top of my head. Boy. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Would you rather be a good singer and never share your talent or can't sing and always share your talent? <laughs> Well, we know what you would choose, cause uh, <laughs> I mean, that part, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would say because my I was raised like it's all about in your heart. What's in your heart? Kind they raised you wrong. That's a lie. They raised you okay. wrong. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be singing off tune, off key, put a little two step with it, and be in that thing. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Miss Mary. Oh, y'all know I'm finna sing my little heart out. No matter how bad it sounds, I'm finna give y'all all of these vocals, baby. You just finna... knew you was gonna be right, Mary. I just knew you was. Y'all right, finna get these vocals. Today. <laughs> I know that's right. Get all of this. I know that's right. Here. <laughs> some warm tea. Get it started, honey. I'm mm. to you, okay? Mariah Carey. All right. No, that's right. Uh-huh. Let me, let me put some Mariah Carey. You're going to be Mariah Carey Christmas special, huh? Don't come for us. We can all sing. What that the status say? It said, not me sounding like Jasmine Sullivan when the music turned up real loud. <laughs> oh, okay. Give me vocals. That be it. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> those moments <laughs> yo we already know sunshine can sing so she gonna be throwing her vocals anyway okay i'm, I'm a background singer i'm a background <laughs> singer i saw you leading a few times i saw right. y'all fell on, on stage right and in the background <laughs> okay <laughs> almost all right <laughs> yeah mm. right up there with beyonce <laughs> All right, I got one for you. So I seen this a while back. I know y'all seen all the drama about Tabitha, Tabitha Brown. So mine <laughs> is, <laughs> so mine is, would you rather respond like Tabitha Brown in most of your uh, awkward situations or sound like Samuel Jackson? Hmm. <laughs> that look Are at we me. talking about the actual sound of voice or the like the words? How you, the words. How you come yeah. off. How you come off? How you respond? Well, right now I'm I'm usually Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you Tabitha, but it end up coming out a lot of a lot of Samuel. I'm, I'm a work in progress. Yeah, Same. yeah. I, I think with my heart, I would try to I would honestly start with Tabitha, 
and then it'll kind of merge into Samuel. So <laughs> always. always. <laughs> I want I want to be able to say bless your heart in a hundred ways without using a cuss word. So I want right? to be like Tabitha. <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> For the folks that know Chaz, do you believe she going to use not one cuss word? I can try. I bet y'all can go this whole episode without saying a cuss word. No, uh, it depends on who, if somebody say something. Y'all be real tonight, all right? Y'all be real. It depends on the topic. <laughs> it depends on the topic. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, she yeah, did it with so much grace. Right. I would love to be like Tabitha. I ain't gonna lie, especially in my work environment. I don't really care about personal. Y'all just gonna get what y'all get. But every now and then it made me a little bit upset that people that I don't know like that can take me there. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I wish I could be like, you ain't gonna take me there today. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it don't it do depends that. on what day it is. Bless your heart, baby. <laughs> right, right. But anywho, thanks, ladies, for joining us. People who are watching, please comment below throughout the episode. We're going to do better this week and actually pay attention to the comments. So uh, we'll be on the lookout. <laughs> Watch out. Last week, we did terrible. We were just so into it. We did not even nothing. Okay. Um, but we'll, pay, we'll uh, be paying attention to what you guys comment. Please comment alone, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we decided to bring on two two guests who have been here before and if this is your first time meeting them we're gonna give them a chance to introduce themselves so miss mary mack aka talk to the lady you go first <laughs> mary mack. Mary mack. please come talk to the lady i'm the lady <laughs> i am uh mary p jackson uh msw lcsw sotp cf i'm having a look at the screen so Licensed clinical social worker, sexual offender treatment provider, child forensic interviewer. I do all of that. Um, mental health extraordinaire, the lady, a little good, a little hippie, a whole ass therapist. Hey. Oh, that's uh, right. She's the lady. Right. She's yes. <laughs> all right, Miss Regina, you go for it. Yes, Regina Morty, um, owner of Attractive Minds, Love and Respect. I do spiritual counseling and uh, spiritual reading. So I give intuitive advice about your current situations and tools on how to move forward. And when I tell y'all she be on point, she had Chaz battle up over here with them tears in the corner. She almost made made me cry last time I had to hold it. Don't be calling me out like that. (laughs) Blame spirit, blame spirit. Oh man, well, thank you guys so much for joining us again. We are so happy to have you. Thank you for having me. And last time we kind of brought y'all on for y'all expertise side. This time we're going to kind of just tackle uh, a relationship topic. And you know, since we the ratchet of the group, we hoping y'all be the ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) Ratchet. I am the posh of the occasionally posh girl. Okay, so I'm gonna share my screen. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna share my screen and I'm gonna let Chaz get the conversation started. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> okay, y'all see it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Girl, you know I got in these contacts and can't see still. Okay, so the question that was posed was what went wrong mm-hmm. with marriage in this generation? Men don't trust women and women feel like they don't even need men anymore. What the fuck was the spark of all of this? And then mm-hmm. Dapper Damo responded. He put a lot of responses up there, but one thing that stuck out to me that I thought was legit was men have to now get women to like them and a lot of men aren't likable. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's speak on it, ladies. How do y'all feel about this? Miss Regina, I'm a... Well, I think a lot of men... I think a lot of men are unlikable uh, when they've been in something too long. When it's when it's been like a consistent thing, then they become not likable, unlikable. No, I think. Um, I think when something's fresh, when something's fresh, you know, they're likable because they don't really see, you know, you don't really see the red flags and all the other stuff. It's just all like, oh, he's cute, he's this. But then once you start really looking at him, you take off some glasses, it's be like, uh, he got some trauma he ain't dealt with. He got some scars he ain't healed from. He don't know how to communicate. You know, what's all this running and back and forth, miss? And then it becomes not likable. Mm-hmm. And just for the record, Brittany passed. We is not male bashing. Don't come for yeah, us. <laughs> Not even finna dignify that with a response. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, Miss Mary. <laughs> um, men not being likable. I pretty much agree with, with uh what Miss Regina said. I'm not gonna say that I think with anybody at the beginning of the relationship, situation, whatever it is, you usually meet their representative, and the representative is always exactly what you want it to be. Is when you get into the meat and potatoes of the relationship that you be like, like Miss Regina said, I don't even really think I like him like that, or I don't really think mm-hmm. I like him like that. It's because they don't Malachi. I done told you. I'm the game off. Um, sorry, y'all. Um, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's once you really get into knowing a person that they become not likable or you start to see the flaws and the traits and stuff that you might not find to be as desirable as you thought or it's really something that you don't want to deal with it could be trauma um lack of communication um i wrote down i'm sure that everybody's seen the post on facebook that go that was going around a little minute ago that um was talking about um People think that all it takes to, you know, have a relationship or stay in a relationship is to not cheat. And nobody talks about the lack of communication. You can't manage your money right. You don't know how <laughs> you feel is. It was just <laughs> stuff. And that's stuff that you don't find out in the beginning of the relationship. You don't get into that stuff. That's right. You in the thick of the relationship. So, yeah. Right. That's right. And by that time, you end up waist deep, chest deep. In love. Okay. Right, and you like and you start making the, excuses. Goddamn, look, I didn't, I, I didn't already cuss. <laughs> Chaz did too. Two point two seconds in. You all right? Good. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> and I'm not even gonna necessarily say, "Come on, Brittany." 
it's not even just um men it's some mm-hmm. women that might have some traits that's right that, that you find undesirable you know once you get into the relationship it's women that don't know how to communicate it's that's women right. that manage their money very poorly it's women that you know the sex could be bad but in the beginning of the relationship you with this person and you like them and everything that you see wrong about them you're thinking that you can fix it over time when mm-hmm. the, the hard reality of it is you really can't most times you right really yeah that's right it's and, that's, a lot and of i think that's, that's where no, go ahead. I'm sorry, babe. Go ahead. No, all I was gonna say is a lot of people out there that you love, but you don't like, and it shouldn't be like that. Yes, yeah. that's true. And I was like, yeah. I was gonna say that's what a lot of married couples go through. Definitely when they're in the mindset of staying together through the trials and tribulations, through those hardships, you're gonna end up not liking them. You okay. know, do those rough patches, and then you're gonna have to find another switch to click or whatever the case is to go through the process of okay, why did I fall in love with this person? What is it that this person has that make me want to stay here? Because you're not in the liking phase right now. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And some yeah. other parts of that post that I thought was interesting, we didn't really show it last week because it was just, we were just all in it. They was um, making me angry. That's why. Was. <laughs> <laughs> but it said, it pretty much says that let's be honest about it. Many generation of men in history have never had, pretty much had never had to get the women to like them. This is the first hmm. generation that has had to done it. Um, it mentions that women quite literally used to need men. I ain't gonna say exactly how he said it, but um, regardless if they liked them or not, and now women can pretty much do what they need to do without them. Um, and then one of it is, I don't see it right now, but he was like, you probably basing, basing how you react on your grandfather or your people in your family. And they wouldn't really, they wouldn't about nothing either. <laughs> so you don't even have an example of how to be likable. Yeah, that is so true. That's so true. Very, very. Everything that he listed in there has some type of merit to it because they're talking about how how our generation can't do this and can't do that. But we also aren't living in the same times as Mm -hmm. our grandparents were. And I think we've talked about that before with us as far as parenting our kids, how we can't parent our children the way that we were parented or our parents were parented because this is a whole different time now. Women um, are able to have their own bank accounts now, so we don't have to, you know, be married. You know, you got to think. My grandparents were married in 1950-something, I think it was. My grandma was born in, like, 1930-something. So it was a real, real different time back then as far as what a woman could do. Um, I grew up hearing the stories about how my grandmother was exceptionally smart. But my grandfather had told her, if you just, she has scholarships. And he told her, if you go to college, I'm not marrying you because I'm not marrying a woman that's smarter than me. She chose to get married. Wow. Give me an ultimatum. I would have right. said, bye. Bye, bye okay. Robert Earl. See you later. Willie Earl. You know, I think the, the, the problem with this generation is that we got some rebelliousness inside of us. We like, boo. Do you know who I am? Okay, don't even worry about it. Go do you. Go do you. But you know, I don't even think that it's rebellion. I think it's just like sitting down and seeing your grandparents and your great aunts and great aunts or whatever getting treated like pure trash 
but in their eyes, it's okay because this is what society perceived as what a man was supposed to do back in the day. And I, I, I see so much where so many older women are mm -hmm. basically dummy down and probably wouldn't even know how to survive if their husbands was to pass away. Yep. Yeah. And that's sad. And I think that we see that, like mm -hmm. we got the goggles off, we see all of that and we're like, we don't want that. We're not going to be dumb it down. We're going to be smart and all this kind of stuff. And then, and then also the men got to be likable. We don't need you anymore. We may want you, but we don't necessarily need you. Yeah. So, so if I want you here, then I need you to show me why, what is it that why, I, what do I like about you? What are you bringing to the table? And right. for a lot of men, that's intimidating. Mm -hmm. right? Because I don't, yeah, you, it's great that you can bring, you know, it's great that you have a table, but I would, I would rather share a table with you versus mm -hmm. depending on you for everything. And a lot of men don't really know how to deal with that. It intimidates them. It really does. And it, and it only intimidates them because they don't come with vulnerability, with openness, with transparency, you know, with guidance and all of that other stuff. It's just something that they're thrown into. And like, oh, well, I'm the man. So I am only here to, to pr provide or whatever the case is, lay it down or whatever the case is. And then that's my role. When you have way other many roles that you need to apply in this relationship and add to this table. Yeah, what else can you do? You, uh, you, I don't need you to provide. I can provide. So what else can you do? Right. What else are you bringing to the table? right that's that's why i say so much that i don't really believe I know a lot of people look at me weird when i say this but i don't believe in gender roles and i know a lot of women say that but i mean i really don't believe like if i got to cut the grass to get you to wash a dish i'd be out there cutting the grass like i just don't believe in that i, I feel like you. I feel like that every now do I want to I'm not sitting here gonna lie and say I want to be out there taking the trash out yeah. cutting the grass out but I just feel like that a relationship can coexist and not yes. be so stuck into the ways of this a woman supposed to cook and clean and take care of the kids a man supposed to mm -hmm. work and provide because number one a lot of us are not living that lifestyle but a lot exactly. of us try to push that <laughs> And number mm -hmm. two, I'd rather you help me with the kids sometime. Help you cook dinner sometime. You things of that nature. Instead of me being so focused on, you know, you a man, all you're supposed to do is do this, do that, and all that's those right. do that. Like, I'm too tired for that. Either you're going to want me to be at the house being with the kids and being a wife, and that's it, or we're going to share. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be that's one of the other. People that don't have that mindset. It is a lot of people that are still stuck in the old days of, like you said, a woman is supposed to cook, clean, and take care of the kids, but we're also going to work. So I got to go to work and then come home and cook clean and take care of these kids. Now, granted, you go to work too. So why can't we split this responsibility? Why can't we take turns cooking? Why does it have to? Because I'm not just sitting in the house anymore. That's right. I'm outside of the home providing just like you're providing. So if I'm providing like how you're providing, then we need to be equals. And people really feel like on, people really feel like men and women aren't equals. And we're not when it comes to some certain things like, no, nah, I'm not finna go weight lift 200. That's not, but when it comes to shit like that, as far as in the house, we are very much equal. We doing the exact same thing. So what makes me the lesser than? Because I have a vagina. Right. There's power in that. Right. So, and you know, also right. like women can hold masculine energy men can hold more feminine energy as well and the intimidation comes in because a man may be 
may have more feminine energy than masculine energy and they might feel like okay i'm not supposed to be feeling like this it's not supposed to be happening so i need to like raw 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 to get my point across and right. that's like never the case and i think it's like if they find the balance to kind of understand hey this is if we if, if you do this and i do this and we come together then it will balance the house out which is the equal gender roles or whatever the case is it's not just Man, right. pay the bills, women do this. Yeah. It's all about that energy. All, and it's all about being considerate and putting it first. Like it's gonna be more natural for men to do manly things. It's gonna be more natural for women to do more woman things. I'm not saying that that's not gonna be the problem. Right. The most cases, it's gonna be the women doing most of the cooking and cleaning. Like, let's just be real. But it's just you, the the other person putting the thought in. Just like you want women to put the thought in to lay it down three nights a week to dress up sexy, to make sure they look good. We want the same thing for men to put the same thought into. Maybe she don't feel like cooking today. Maybe she want me mm-hmm. to help the kids do it. It's all about just being considerate on both parts. That's right. right. And, and I feel like we lose that. It's, all, it's, it's always got to be a battle about who's doing it right, who's doing it wrong. Who's doing it right, who's doing it wrong. It's, it's, that's that, that's that silent competition within the relationship. Right. right. Unnecessary. Like you you said, I'm a, most went like me, I like to cook. I love to cook. That's how I show, shut up, Chastity. That's how I show show people that I I love them is that I cook. It doesn't matter if I go, you know, if I work X amount of days or X amount of hours, nine times out of 10, I'm still going to come in and cook one because I like to, two, because I'm a picky eater and I don't really care for, you know, outside food. But like you said, it's still the consideration of, you know, you done cooked five nights. But why don't we let me pick something up that you like? Or let me, you know, let me cook something that I know that you like. It's it's just that simple. And even if somebody made that, you know, offer, I would nine times out of ten still turn it down and cook, but you show me that you care and that you see what I'm out here. Exactly. Yeah, likes to cook, y'all. When me and my ex, 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 we used to buy groceries and drop them off at her house, so she could cook. so I could cook, and I'd be in there in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's funny. That's funny. Oh man. Well, um, Chas had also had sent a video, and I'm not gonna lie, I haven't watched I it. So whenever for the show i immediately sent that back to home was like girl this is perfect look at yeah. this oh man well, i can't wait but to it's watch like it. everybody they say i want to be like my grandparents i want to be like my grandparents let's let's be like your grandparents let's watch this uh-oh all right Mm-mm. what you say what you say you loved him but what i love him but he love Peggy and he did me oh jesus well, when I love you, I'm praying for your soul to be saved. I still love you. I don't care how you treated me, I love you. Miss you, Danny. You was a good daddy. Oh, so rest Just in no way home was on Friday. Oh, my God. Wow. He was a good, good daddy. He just ain't know where home was. What you say? He loved Peggy more than he loved... <laughs> Did she kill him? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why he asked? I, I, she probably <laughs> prayed on him. <laughs> she said, I hope you get your soul saved. <laughs> she might have did. 
She prayed on it. That's so sad. I mean, I know it's funny, but it's actually it's, sad. But that is what half of the older generation, our grandparents and stuff, had to deal with. And I am sick yeah. and tired of people trying to say we can't stick together like the older generation when the older generation shouldn't even have been together because Papa was stepping down the street, had kids. Your, your friends was really probably your aunts and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Like, yeah. Well, you know, <sighs> back then, divorce wasn't even heard of. Like, once you got married, you couldn't get a divorce. It was back married. Then. That was it. It was literally until death do you part. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, divorce is like hopscotch, you know? So it's like I nothing. Feel like, I feel yeah. like you should have to renew your marriage vows like every two to three years. I've been saying <laughs> it when I say <laughs> it. for saying it. You have to renew every other license. You have to renew your fishing license. You have to renew mm-hmm. your, your driver's, driver's license. license right? to, um, every, I think it's every three or four years, I have to renew my license. Why is marriage the only license that you get into and you stuck with and it literally cost you the most like everything that you invest into a marriage Mm -hmm. then if I decide that I got some bread and you know I don't want this joker to take none with him I gotta worry about him taking but when I say that it should you know it should be up for review everybody's like oh my god then you're not thinking about it the right way and I'm like no y'all are thinking about it the wrong way I think logically that's why I go wrong in a lot of relationships is I don't really do feelings that well I'm more logic over feelings and because I think so logically people are like oh my god you're so cold-hearted I'm like I'm a realist and realistically you should be allowed to leave this shit if you don't want to be there in three or four years and it shouldn't be no whole big to-do about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nothing but them government ties to the legal bondage because we all supposed to be married spiritually under God anyway when none of that would be possible. Yeah. Exactly. and they'd be quick to throw that biblical stuff in there and i'd be like in the bible there was no preaching there wasn't a whole bunch of people your friends and family and all the people one day all you had to do was jump over a broom and we didn't have to pay all that money to get married so stop bringing the bible up in it ma'ams and sirs i can jump over the broom at this house and tell god that i love this man and have sex Mm -hmm. with him and we fine you know at the end of the day (laughs) they probably get paid for every uh legal bondage and then for every divorce, they probably get paid off there too. It's all about funding. They absolutely do. You pay for a marriage license. You pay yeah. for the divorce. That money right. is definitely, you have to go to the courthouse to get any of that stuff done. I know because I'd have been married and divorced. Wow. It was, to me, it was more of, you know, thinking about the financial aspect of it when it comes to getting these licenses and stuff like that versus us really being in love, it was the hassle of the paperwork. It, we had to have paperwork done. Mm. We had to have paperwork to undo it. And right. yeah. I feel like that, that that's how it should be because I, I tell people a lot now, not my clients because that's a whole separate thing. But in my <laughs> personal life, I tell people all the time that all throughout your life, you're supposed to grow and change. Everything mm. about you is supposed to grow and change. Everything. You're tasting food. Mm changes every seven years 
but who you love is supposed to be the absolute end. That's a lot of damn responsibility you putting on me right there. I don't know. It's a lot. It is. It is a lot. It's in my life. life. I'm not going to love nobody else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well I, I do i think chas had said this i don't remember if it was with you mary or with you regina but she had mentioned a while when we had one of y'all guys on last time is that you know we we make such a big to do about whenever we get engaged we go to the pastor to get premarital counseling or whatever the case i, I don't mean this close i'm sorry y'all <laughs> but a premarital counseling <laughs> <laughs> but it's but a lot of times you know people want people in the church communities they believe in marriage so much like could that be clouded sessions like should it be required that you go to an actual therapist for premarital counseling someone who don't have a fight in the game the one person who ain't gonna marry you off or whatever to figure out if you really should be with someone and to, to make sure that you actually understand what you're getting yourself into because like y'all like you said Mary people change like even myself I could be transparent like I used to be way more romantic used to be way more lovey-dovey and want to hold hands and cuddling things and now I'll be like get off me <laughs> and, and it's a struggle for me so something as simple as that may sound petty or stupid but mm-hmm. are you are you equipped as a partner to handle those changes and are you really mm-hmm. finding that out early enough because you're going to get these spiritual counseling but are you really getting to the nitty-gritty therapy should be couples counseling. I really feel like if, if I now, before when I've been on, we talked about the church and mental health and stuff like that. I get it that, you know, mm-hmm. church is the foundation for a lot of people. I, by no means do I knock that. And if you want to go and talk to your pastor about, you know, what it is you're doing in this marriage and all of that, and that's fine. But you also, Ms. Regina touched on it earlier as far as trauma, and you know emotions and all of that kind of stuff please come talk to the lady let's talk Mm -hmm. about you know some trauma that you might not even realize you have when it comes to relationships or Mm -hmm. you know how you were raised and how that's gonna affect you and your children from here on out because that's not something that people really sit down and talk about when you in the thick of getting married because the focus is i love you so much i want to marry you but like Sunshine and Miss Regina said 10, 15 years, not even sometimes, not even that long. Not even that long. Five, four, three, one day. <laughs> now we got to sit down and talk about this trauma that I didn't even know you had. Now mm-hmm. I got to help you work through this trauma that I mm-hmm. had no idea was even a real thing. You know what I'm exactly. saying? And a lot of people can't deal with that. It's a lot of relationships that have broken up because of mental health issues. A person is like, you know, find out that they partner or whatever may be bipolar or, oh I ain't sign up for that and then you know you gotta mm-hmm. think about you can pass some of these traits you know genetically you can pass some mental health issues down to your your um kids and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff that's a lot of stuff that people don't talk about we my my baby boy has a sickle cell trait so of course they say you know with him having a sickle cell trait he shouldn't be with somebody else that has sickle cell why right. is that 
the same, you know, rhetoric that we have when it comes to some mental health. Let's have that conversation too, that if bipolar and schizophrenia runs in your family and it also runs in mine, then we're nine times out of 10 gonna produce a child that has this. Are we equipped to handle each other that, you know, mm -hmm. in the thick of this yes. And are we equipped to deal with this child that we're gonna have that has these mental health issues and that goes into parenting and everything else. And nobody sits down and has these conversations until it's time for a damn divorce. Girl, you just said a whole word right there. You said a whole <laughs> word. <laughs> a whole word. Just on all topics, okay? Like that right there makes so much sense. And, and you won't get that from a pastor doing therapy with a pastor because a pastor oh, no. is going to be like, oh, he's a good guy. He comes from a good It's family. all about what no one did he learn. It's a good man. It's a good woman. It's, it's all a, about surface. Let's yeah. get into the thick of it. Let's mm -hmm. get into the meat that's and potatoes of what it is that's really going to take this relationship to work. Period. That's right. Right. And you know, you're not going to be as honest with the pastor because you don't want the pastor to give you a side eye about what you're doing on the side in the mm -hmm. home or whatever outside of church. Uh, or don't you know, so you're gonna... his wife and his wife tells somebody in the church versus you coming to talk to mm -hmm. me. I got confidentiality. I by law can't tell none of your business. I don't right. have in that fight. I'm not gaining or losing anything by giving you, I'm not even giving you advice. I'm basically just mediating. Well, you have this concern. You have this concern. Do you have this? Do you have that? People, it's so frustrating. And, it, and if you want to be real honest about it, a lot of a lot of us in these churches is never one hundred percent ourselves. So how are you yes. gonna? How are you gonna get Ooh. great advice, great management, great whatever it is? If you're not being 100% mm -hmm. yourself in the session from the get-go, we scared. We're going to see them every yeah. Sunday. We don't want them judging us, blase, blase. So you got all those things in mind when you're doing that counseling. You wasted your time at the end of the day because you might be able to do that yeah. in that session, but you can't be not 100% yourself in no marriage, not for a long time. You might get it in the beginning. But trust That's me, right. that real you mm -hmm. going to come out somewhere. Come out. <laughs> you know, it's just like, just like when COVID hit, people was faking the shake until they had to be in the in the room with them consistently on lockdown. And then divorce shot up. Yeah. They going to work and bypassing of each other. They like, wait a minute. I didn't even know this person was like this. I didn't I see like you. look at this person every day, all day. Yeah. Uh, for a whole year. Yeah. Mm. I just learned he don't even really like the shower. What the world? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the same amount of days you had on that bonnet, that that part. Okay. Are you gonna love me if I wear my bonnet every day? You know, right? right? And and so for some people, stuff like that is a deal breaker. It's mm -hmm. a deal breaker because, like y'all have said, you only get what a person wants you to see you only get in that representative mm -hmm. nobody wants to get into the nobody wants to be vulnerable and talk about feelings like not these bs i love you so much i think you're the best thing ever not those type of feelings i mean right. tell me what it is that you do and don't like about right. me and i i i you know we talked before about kids and stuff like that how i you know advise parents to check in with their kids 
I also advise people to check in in their relationships. There's nothing wrong with sitting down, you know, once a week, having a little five, 10 minute conversation about what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? What can I improve on? Nobody wants to have those conversations. And then sometimes, even if you are having those conversations, it's not being heard. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're listening, but are you hearing it? Are you internalizing it? And are you going to make the changes that I'm telling you that you need to make? Or are you going to jump on the defense and now you 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 in your feelings because I said X, Y, and Z when if you had learned how to communicate with this person in therapy, <laughs> we could have we could have worked through that. But yeah. nobody I, wants I, to do that. I hate that we I just hate that and I still struggle this to this day. Like, why can't we just be 100 percent ourselves when we date? Like, we why is that such a struggle? Like, that's, that's, what, that's why I that can't find nobody because I'm 100% me. <laughs> that sounds easy. Uh, what it's you hard need from me is exactly what you easy. get. And a lot of people don't be ready for the kind of real that I am. You know, it, it's intimidating. It's brash. I'm, yeah. I'm an asshole sometimes, but I also can be, I'm a very complex person. So a lot of people don't want the complex. They want, you have this set ideal of what you think I'm supposed to be. And because you think I'm supposed to be, that's the the standard, that's the pedestal that you put me on. And then when I show you that that's not who I am, it's a problem. That's why I show who I am within the first two weeks, baby. You're going to see this bonnet. You're going to see me without makeup on. You're going to see me, like you're going to see some real deal shit. And I'm going to yeah, like, yeah, you ain't going to find it out six months down the road. And you like, I didn't know you looked like that without <laughs> your makeup on. <laughs> Where that scar come from? Like, this is me. This is I know me. somebody that was married for like a year. No, they wasn't married yet. They hadn't got married yet. They was just dating. But I think it was like six months to a year into the relationship. And the boyfriend did not know that she wore wigs. Yes, she was doing. What is? Oh wow, she had some amazing glue. He ain't paying attention. Period. Though that part, he ain't paying attention. Period. Yeah, he just he just clouded clouded eye. (laughs) Clouded eye. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to know. I just can't believe he didn't know at all. They might have been Uh, there. I don't know. I can't remember. But I remember that conversation. I was just like, how did he not know? And. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you don't want to know. That in denial. That I remember my part. first date. My first date, I went with no makeup and my hair was in a ponytail. Not even a cute, slick down ponytail and a dry ponytail. <laughs> with a t shirt and some jeans. <laughs> A dry ponytail. <laughs> it wasn't no ah. slick, the baby hair down, nothing. Just a drop on it. <laughs> Did y'all get married? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm agreeing to start doing too. Then. Yeah, Lord. Don't give Girl, her no ideas. <laughs> Don't give her no ideas. Okay. That ain't me though. I ain't gonna sit here and lie. I'm one of those who uh I'm one of those who fake it till I make it for a while and then I'll be like, all right, here I go. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. You thought you that say, was all my eyes out here? I guess oh, okay. I'll take this wig off. I guess I take it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But yeah, it's hard. It's hard being like, I don't know. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's dating got it's hard. <laughs> now, coming back around to the, the generational thing that you know we were talking about. We didn't have therapy like that. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, therapy was not. So once you know better, you do better. It's just that simple. And us, we, a lot of black folk aren't ready to sit down and talk in therapy. We don't want nobody in our business. It's still what goes on in this house, stays in this house, even in a marriage. Like I, I talk a lot about my grandma and my grandpa because they were my my mom's parents. They were who you know I was primarily around. And I grew up hearing the stories of my grandmother died with no teeth in her mouth because my grandfather had knocked all of them out. Oh, wow. And she was with him until the day he died. Mm. He didn't die until 84. But her whole thing was, I met, that's mine. I'm going to stick beside him. Like, mm. You know, and, and I hear my, my aunties talk about how he would, you know, bring women to the house and make my grandmother take them a plate and try that. Try that now. Try it now. Try she How does that free, work? She was a free woman? I, but if you would have ever met my grandmother, she didn't pass away until I was 17. She was one of the strong, most strong-willed women that I knew. And I don't know if that strong will came into play after he passed away. And she was like, I don't got to deal with this shit. Or if, you know, it was something that was going on before because, like, I was, like, four when he passed away. So I don't have a lot of memories of them as a couple. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just have a lot of memories of who she was afterwards because that's who raised me. But listening to my mom and them talk about the shit that my grandma put up with in a marriage, I, it mm-hmm. blows my mind because I know that that's not anything that I would be willing to deal with today. Right. Yeah. Today, baby, your time changed. You see, you see there's so many death rates in regards to relationships yeah. now because of people trying to pull that stuff now yeah right. and then right. generationally you got to think about like i said mental health wasn't something that was addressed um a lot of women didn't you know were totally dependent on men for everything so it was mm-hmm. I, I have to be here doesn't matter if i if i like him i, I yeah. love him and you know I'm stick with him because I want my grandmother, her parents. So my grandmother's mother, who I'm named after, she died when my grandmother was like five, right? It was my grandma. She had a sister and I think three brothers. So once her mother died, her father left, took the kids to their grandpa house one day and was like, I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes. I'll be back. And they never seen him again. They don't know if he died. They don't know if he skipped town. Nine times out of 10, he skipped town. Oh, wow. So her mindset was, I want my kids to have something that I didn't have. I didn't have a mom and a dad growing up. And no matter how bad this relationship is, at least we're here together in this chaos. So now you don't raise your daughters in this chaos. You know what I'm saying? It's... Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Can I do my podcast? Oh, shut up on mute. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Um, dang, I forgot what I was about to say. Um, no, but she she's definitely speaking on some major things. Because I know for me, with therapy, 
I did not do therapy for a while because it was like what goes on in this family stays in this family. But I had to start realizing that I was not okay and I needed somebody to talk to. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I went to therapy, I felt I had to like realize like you're not crazy. Like I and the therapist had to tell me you're not crazy. You just been through a lot. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it's okay to breathe, you know, to do this and I was just like Okay, so when I went to therapy, it actually changed my life. Yeah, same. It changed my life. <laughs> Kudos to your therapist. Yeah. Okay. Talk to the lady. Get out my head. Yes, because I'm listening to the lady. This lady that needs some assistance. <laughs> and we're not but we're not ready to have those types of conversations about what really goes on, real expectations. Or a thing as well. What do you really expect from me in this relationship? What do yeah. I really yes in this relationship? Yeah. And with those and expectations, is it mm-hmm. what's going to be a deal breaker? Where right. mm-hmm. am I willing to compromise on? What are you willing to compromise on? And a lot of people lie to themselves about mm-hmm. their expectations and about yes. what's going to be a deal breaker. Oh no, I can deal with you only bringing in two three hundred dollars oh no i can deal with you not cooking i can deal with you not mm-hmm. cleaning in two or three years down the road or not even that mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. now it's a problem yeah right. we're not being real about what we really expect in a relationship we we're still mm-hmm. the representative right that is so true that was our last conversation about the expectations and mm-hmm. not being talked about not being discussed it's so freaking important it's like um, I was talking to someone and whenever a, a, a conversation is had between him and her and that person, it would be a, a shutdown on her. So whenever he would ask, what is it that you truly want from me? Her mind would go completely blank. Well, she wouldn't even know like, what is it that I truly want from him? Because she became so content in the relationship to the point where she lost herself to like, man, I don't even know what the hell I want from this guy. Never wow. again. Never again will I ever in my and life. And that's a great that. point. Chastity and Regina is, who are you? Right. Who are you? you gotta know who you are before you can know what you want in somebody else. Mm-hmm. I've yes. a lot of people, even in my big age of 21. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm okay. still trying to figure out who I am. And that goes back to childhood trauma. A lot of stuff that mm-hmm. I, I I didn't have, you know, the childhood and da, 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 da. So now, you know, where most, you know, people are children at some age, you know, you're an adult here. I'm still trying to find me. And a lot of people yes. are not real about who they are. You right. have to know who you are before you can go and sit in front of somebody else and tell them what you want from them. Right. Yes, you absolutely. Tell me about me when you don't even know who the hell you is. Right. right. And that was mentioned last week when we had this discussion that so many mm-hmm. people are dating before they ready. Like, yes, you, you trying it's to fix yourself and learn yourself and get a partner at the same time, and it's not and possible. It's not possible. No thing. Like I said, that was one of my issues was I was jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship and I had no business doing it. I should have set my tail down somewhere out here being grown. But 
But then, mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was sitting, I was wondering, I was like, why do I keep getting my heart broken? Or why am I breaking other people's hearts? And it was because I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. wasn't taking the time back to, to get to know me, get to love me, recenter myself. And I'm just boom, 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 boom. You trying to fill a void where nobody yeah. else can feel but you. Right. That's it. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. it. Well, I'm looking at the comments and uh, I just want to mention her right quick. Linda Woods, um, I guess she commented this early. She said, I ain't equipped. Most of them is bipolar without a diagnosis. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that part. (laughs) And and Alicia Green, I I hope I said your name right. She said, first, you have to know what you really want to be able to give someone ease. What I guess you mean else. Someone else what they need and want. And that is so... Yes, so. cousin. I just said that, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, so true. But like I said, we at the end of the day, a lot of us, when we're dating, we're looking for somebody else to fill in what we don't have. And reality is you really need all that filled in before you get somebody else in the mix. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> else. You should never depend on somebody else for your happiness. Never depend on somebody else to make you feel complete and I know that that's what we've been taught forever and a day about a relationship once you meet the person that makes you feel complete but what's wrong with feeling complete before you even get to that point and simply having somebody that adds on to that completeness right why is that a bad thing why can't we be two complete people why can't we come together as a whole Mm -hmm. and feel something off of that foundation why why do I need the the mates I don't, I, I don't understand that. And I hate that because it makes, it's a recipe for disaster that we get with these people and we expect them to fill a void and they expect us to fill a void when mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I didn't sign up for that. Right. right. That's a, like a lot of the times, um, yeah, like you said, somebody's looking to fill that void. Like you might meet somebody who needs like an emotional void feel yeah you're not an emotional person right and it's like i can't feel i can't feel that void because that's not who i am and then that person is sitting over there feeling all incomplete and everything and feeling like they ain't loved and it's the end of the world (laughs) no blood that shit Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) but it's like you know that that's something that i didn't sign up for it's something that i can't handle i can't do it go out there and talk to the lady dog on it Love are very important. That's mm-hmm. kind of sort of what you're speaking on. A lot of people think that that's some BS, but knowing how to love your partner oh, yeah. is oh, very so damn important. important. Like it's, I, I see, I seen a little meme a couple of times that says that there's nothing worse than you know buying a chick a handbag when she really just wanted a hug. Hmm. Ain't that it? Want that handbag? I really just wanted some comforts, but you don't know my love language. You don't right. know that's it. that that's what I needed from you because you don't know my love language. And I think that you can have several love languages. I think that your love languages can change depending on the relationship because you might be getting that aspect of it over here. You know, in this mm-hmm. relationship, you might find somebody that already feels the love language that you have as far as material, material stuff. But then, you know, what if attention is what you want from them right it's it's ever changing but a lot of people don't take the time to have these conversations conversations yeah who it is that you yeah or what that person wants and expects from you 
Exactly. And it not only helps you to figure out like, you know, that not not only helps your partner figure out how they need to love you, but it also helps you figure out whether you can do what the other person needs. Can I meet your expectations? Can I meet your expectations, yeah? I know, that's right. We spoke on that. (laughs) Yeah, that's so important. I think people just want temporary love. They just want to feel the butterflies right then and there and they're not they're not thinking about long-term longevity they're just thinking about the right now mm-hmm. you know yeah. so those those conversations are not important to them until exactly. there's a, a baby or something that comes into the place and they're like well what do you do well what do you want what do you do you know and it's like and then you see why the why they're single so many single parents because they didn't have this mm-hmm. conversation before they just jumped into the bed Right. right. I had saw this thing the other day. This lady had sent in a question to Zane. I think it was Zane. I don't know. But anyway, <clears throat> she was talking about how she was no, it was in one of my groups. But anyway, she had dated this guy, had multiple kids by this guy. He was he kept quitting jobs, never kept a steady job. Now she got three kids by him and she mad because he ain't got a job. <laughs> he ain't never had one. Right. And I'm like, sis, maybe Maybe she expected that he was. But he running. never had one in the, the first, the, after the first one, he was still jumping from job to job and you laid down ahead another one and then laid down ahead another mm-hmm. one with him. And then you mad because he can't give you $20. Ma'am, you should have knew that with the first one. It that circles part. back to what I said earlier about you get with these people and think that you can love them into a change. Mm-hmm. You ain't yes. gonna change no damn body that don't want to be changed, and that's the gotcha on that. That's Thanks. it. That's it. Thanks. I don't want nobody that's going to change per se for me. I want you to change for yourself because yes, you okay. see that that's what you need to be doing. Not no because then that's gonna be temporary, and not only is it gonna be temporary, then I gotta sit up and listen to you talk about what the hell you done changed for me. Right. <laughs> for me, Honey, make you feel bad about it too. I, I did it for I you. Know. You should have did, did it for yourself. You should have did it for yourself. Smoking for me, you needed to stop smoking because you need a job. That's <laughs> right. That should be for you. I had somebody straight up tell me I stopped selling drugs for you. Like that was a bad thing. <laughs> so prison ain't wasn't nowhere in there. <laughs> that wasn't a worry for him at all. Yeah, you just wanted me to love you. <laughs> yeah. You wanted a bottom chick. <laughs> but you not for prison, child. I cannot. Yeah. And you know prison. what? See, this is the reason why Kevin Samuels be going so hard. Oh, Lord, on women because of that statement yeah. you made right there chastity about the women about the woman having kids and knowing he didn't have a job wasn't gonna get a job couldn't keep a job that's the reason why he'd be going in yeah some of his stuff be all right <laughs> yeah he be harsh i ain't gonna lie he'd be doing so a little he, too much he'd be, he be dead wrong sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i've never sat and watched any of his videos i don't really i only, really, I only watch you ready to be don't do it. And yeah, I, 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 every I, once in a while, I see a clip, and I, I don't want to see his credentials. You all are here giving out all of this great yeah, image consultant. Where you went yeah, to school, like first? He, yeah, image what, consultant. What are your credentials? Sir? Yeah, like he's pre-cruelology. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I've never watched any of his videos. I don't get into 
Inyama. I, I've never really gotten into, um, I'm sorry, I got distracted. I've never gotten into Inyama. I've never gotten into Kevin Samuels. I've never gotten into J Derek Jackson because it's easy to get on social media and say whatever it is that you feel. And social media has given a lot of people a platform to make them feel like they mm -hmm. can do whatever and it's unwarranted. And this is a conversation I've had on here before. In order for me to get on anything and say anything, I got to be real careful with what I say because you can, they can come and snatch my license and this is mm -hmm. my livelihood. So mm -hmm. let's get up here and get these women all of this terrible ass advice and they mm -hmm. get me in too. And people really feel like that that's the gold standard because this person has a lot of followers. You know, right, and I, right. can't that. I, I just... He irks my damn soul, y'all. <laughs> you never listen to a video, but he irks my soul. It's not even him that, that irks my soul. It's his followers. And they be thinking that they are this, that they are, what, what is it? Men of value, value men. And their checking mm -hmm. account is negative $50. Like, how can mm -hmm. you tell me what's of value when you ain't even got the money to be of That's value? That's what I was about to say. Who, like, what are these men of value? What is that? What do, what do they have? From what I understand, it's all financial. Everything that's value is financial. And I don't think that that is what is considered or what makes a person valuable. I don't no. think that it's financial or looks. It's financial and looks. And I think mm -hmm. that that's where people mess up at. And that's why society is so screwed up and people are in yes. loveless relationships and miserable because they go after looks or financial stability. Right. Which is mm -hmm. so back to what I said about you giving, you know, went and bought me a whole damn Birkin bag when I really just wanted to sit down and have a conversation with you. Yeah, I really I like just wanted you to put your arms around me. I really just wanted you to tell me that I was pretty, but because I'm basing it off of your financials or your looks, and let's be quite clear, it's a bunch of ugly millionaires, and you know, you get yes. with the mm -hmm. whole, oh, Jay-Z said ain't no such thing as an ugly millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jay-Z said. Right? Jay-Z, you still look like Joe Camel with or without Don't, don't come okay. for Beyonce's husband. <laughs> Not Joe Camel. Don't so, come for Beyonce's husband. That's a whole, like, like I said, I've never watched any of the videos, but you sit and pushing this narrative that that's what makes somebody quality is because right. they got a little bit of bread or they look a certain right. way. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're going to give me all of this, this stuff if I want emotions, right. it means nothing to me. So I'm right. stuck in a relationship. Money, money is not going to really get you through a hard... And shit. Right. Money is not going to get you through a hard emotional time. That's Point right. Blank, period. Like, it's not. I mean, it will help you escape, but it won't help you get through it. <laughs> Look at you. But it's so real though. Like I we just so like like Regina said earlier, we just so in the moment when we're dating, man. And we just yes. not thinking about long term at all. Like mm -hmm. and I can understand. I, I know that uh, some women or some people, I ain't saying all because some women just want money in relationships, but sometimes it's you 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 dated that one guy who wasn't about nothing and didn't keep a job, couldn't even buy your baby no diapers. So now you're like, I ain't dealing with that no more. And then you end up going all the way to the other end of the spectrum. 
okay trying to fix the problem that when reality was you just went with the right person right, right. <laughs> and i feel like that even comes from dating like seeing our parents date like what you were saying mary like you know your, your grandma would however she was treated by her husband like we try so hard to be opposite of that in relationships mm-hmm. that it's, it hurts us as well like mm-hmm. like we're not really getting taught how to date we're not really getting the true tools that we need we're not really getting you know saying we're not really focusing on what it means to be in a long successful relationship sometimes we just focused on what in the moment that's true <laughs> or we focused on what i ain't gonna deal with and sometimes that can that's be a hindrance it. as well that's <laughs> it. be real yeah People that's are in it. love with the idea of being in love. That's basically what yes. is saying. It's all those butterflies, those warm, fuzzy feelings that you get in the in the beginning of a relationship is what we think that we can base a long-term relationship off of. And that's, that's not, not it. That's not the meat and potatoes of a relationship. Because I wish I had some cords. <laughs> those warm, fuzzy feelings are going to fade. And then there's going to be things, trauma, et cetera, et cetera, that we're going to have to do it. And am I, do I want that? Am I ready for that? I have a question. So for the, for the people that are searching for those emotions within the, a relationship and they have and, and they may have a partner that's not that's emotionally detached. How do they, or how would we suggest they find a way to communicate that to their partner communicate which part that they're emotionally that the person that they that they want you know hugs and kisses and and affection and long walks in the parks and talks and stuff like that that's a conversation why i don't understand why it's so hard for people to sit down and have a conversation not everyone listens and comprehends right so if (laughs) That that's the thing of that is if you are consistently if you're consistently talking to or drawing a picture for somebody and they don't get it, that's not the person for you, and that's okay. If a person is not meeting your needs, it's okay to walk the hell away instead of sitting there being miserable or trying to love somebody into changing. When you communicated for years or months or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is that they're not meeting your needs, why is it so hard to get up and go on about your damn business? I'm not fitness. Fitness. Girl. (laughs) That's fitness. (laughs) Sit and waste time having these same stupid conversations. Either you is or you ain't. Either you do. Mm-hmm. And if you are not, I'm not finna get on the phone with Chastity and Brittany and Reagan and Ebony and talk to these ladies about what you're not doing. You know what I'm gonna do? Mm-hmm. Let you take your ass on about your business and go find yeah. somebody that will. It's just that <laughs> we make relationships yes. so hard when it's yes. really not that hard. Communication right. is the foundation for everything. And if we communicate it effectively. Mm-hmm. it will solve so many problems but right. we're not ready to have that conversation because we're so caught up in the butterflies oh my yeah. god yes I love him so much girl he's so fine girl he's bald mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then and some people don't know how to walk away from a a positive relationship they have to wait for it to turn negative you know Woo! what oh. a podcast one of my other favorite mm. podcasts, besides occasionally posh, 
and it's called The Read. And I had listened to it. It, it was probably some like years ago because they've been around for a couple of years. And Crystal has said something along the lines of when women are in relationships, we ha- we feel like it has to be some huge traumatic thing to happen for us to leave, even if we're already mm-hmm. unhappy. If you sit in there already miserable as hell, you gotta wait for this man to run his car through your mama living room in order for you to leave. You feel like you need a justification to leave. Mm-hmm. The justification has been from day one that you wasn't fucking happy. Get mm-hmm. and go, sis. If you're not happy leave you don't have to wait for anything traumatic or dramatic to happen you ain't doing nothing but you're disservicing yourself you're doing a yes. great service to the relationship what mm-hmm. is, what's the benefit in that what's the game mm-hmm. in sitting there being so unhappy in a relationship what to say that you're in a relationship yeah. Yeah. yes that's Damn. it you would be surprised though you'd be surprised how many women that will not leave a relationship because something negative hasn't happened and they're unhappy. They're like, I'm not happy, but I guess I'll just see how how things go along. I'm not happy, but he's a good dude. Right. Mm -hmm. He's still a good dude, but I ain't happy. Would he do this, but But I ain't happy. He Mm -hmm. do that, but I ain't happy. If you're not happy, there needs to be no other justification for you to leave that relationship other than the fact that you are unhappy. Period. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy and he was a good dude and I kept praying for him for signs and then <laughs> God kept giving me little bitty signs but the signs weren't big enough for me and I kept saying I need, you need another, to be another sign I need another sign I need another <laughs> sign and then each time it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger but the whole time that I was asking for those signs I was also hurting him because I wasn't happy so I was cheating and <laughs> <laughs> and then it came down to a big mess like i'm just gonna be honest it came down to a big mess and i that's why i said i would never ever ever lose myself again and be stuck somewhere where i don't want to be i would never do that again yes to that yes and let the church say i say and amen Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh man. Well, I would love to keep going because this is so good. But can y'all believe we are already an hour and seven minutes in? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it went she got by a whole time. The way it went by did we, so fast. All the questions. <laughs> well, it was just more of a conversation versus questions. But I do yeah. want to point out, Alicia said that I rather you slap. I guess slap, slap me with the truth. But a lot of people say that and they don't be ready for the truth. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people will come. Sometimes it don't even be, I got to tell you the truth. You see exactly who I am, but you're yes. hoping that you can love me into something else. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you exactly yes. who I am. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> well. You see exactly who I, I just told you who I was, but you want to change me. And because you want to change mm-hmm. me, I got to change. I don't want to change. So yeah. now. I was about to say, but sometimes you're not saying it plain like that either. Like, especially for women mm. are really bad for roundabout saying what they mean. Like, not just being direct. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not just being direct about it. Like we said mm-hmm. in a roundabout way, and then we expect men to know exactly what we want. I think that's not reality. <laughs> but I've also been I've also been straightforward 
And guess what? He still stayed and was trying to fix what couldn't be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at that point, but at that point, that was on him, not you. Right. Right. And um, and then I've also beat around the bush and was hoping that he figured it out. And I was like, he'll never figure this clue out. Even though one plus one right. equals two. But he <laughs> do mystery van because he needs some clues. He doesn't get it. Oh, man, oh, man. well before we go i want to share one more thing the men i when we would had the men on our podcast or whatever and we was talking about how men approach you when they trying to holler at you or whatever and chad's like she can't stand when people come up to you say hey girl how you doing or, hey mom whatever the case may be okay. so i had seen this post because the <laughs> men that was on our podcast said sometimes it depends on how they look um how women respond so i wanted to get you guys opinion on this because i seen this wonderful post (laughs) about flirting versus harassment and they both said the same thing hey that dress looks um sexy on you girl but the guy on the left we thought is flirting and the guy on the right we think it's harassment do you think this guy this is true or false it's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. I hate when people, and this is a conversation I had with somebody like day before yesterday is I hate the whole, well, yeah, it's, I don't care about looks. I care about the personality. Stop lying, bro. You see a person <laughs> before you see, you don't know their personality. That oh, you person, don't know yeah. what this person looks like. You're ba- you have to base That's it right. off looks. Have we all mm-hmm. dated somebody ugly? Yes. yes. But maybe Absolutely. they were ugly when they came up to us but they sat and had a conversation and we started feeling that person but we knew that that joker was ugly period point mm-hmm. blank so yeah, <laughs> it definitely um depends on what a person looked like because the other uh, the heavier set gentleman you slide off in my inbox i don't want to know what made you feel like <laughs> what made you look think- Look, I'm going to say thank you because you never know. A spirit might just send him to just boost my little ego that day. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to always say Good thank point. you. And I'm going to also screenshot it and send it to my friends and be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> girl, uh, girl, he tried. You better girl, be real, man. You better be real in these streets. Right. Ain't that what we do, though? Girl, look at this. <laughs> the audacity it's the audacity for me honey <laughs> it's always yes. the audacity yeah so yeah, I, I definitely not. agree that it that does happen I mean I, if I said that it wouldn't then I'd be sitting here lying I do feel mm. like women could do better with the approach what do you mean with the with with, with being receptive you mean no 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 i mean with how we respond to it yeah like big guy come to us i mean in reality you may not be into neither one of them men but you might be like ha to the cute guy and he'd be like i can't believe you tried me to the big guy like either way you wasn't interested but why either don't we way, go I'm out the way to be more rude to the guy who he ain't interested in, and we got to the guy. I, I don't do that. I ain't saying we do. I'm yeah. just saying in yeah. general. I've yeah. seen yeah. it a million I'm, times. I'm, I'm just, just trying to think general. back. I don't think I've ever been. Well, I might yeah. have been. No, I ain't gonna lie. I was rude one time, and he stalked <laughs> me, y'all. He tried to kill me. 
I was working at I was working at Walmart, y'all. And this guy, he was heavy set like that picture, oh, tried Lord. to talk to me. And I, I I was already annoyed and I asked him to leave me alone. And then he kept saying, You so beautiful, you so beautiful. So then I went off. So then this man came to my job a couple of days and just sat there and looked at me. And then one day he stole a Walmart vest and was able to get in the back. Oh, he was crazy. Yes. They had to call the police on him and everything. Wow. Yes. Like he, well, he was beyond crazy. The what? What'd you say? What'd you say, Miss Regina? I said he was beyond crazy. Oh yeah, he was crazy. The police picked him up. He was wanted. Somebody and said, I, I guess in response to us, um, said because you you want to be funny to your friends, and that we, you y'all see it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No, I've never been outwardly rude to anybody. Like oh. I said, not in my inbox, not in my DMs, not in person. It's always going to be thank you because, I mean, I'm like Miss Regina said, I'm humble. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate right. the compliment. But if you do, if you in my inbox doing a lot, I'm going to screenshot you. And I'm going <laughs> to explain it right now. So when you watch this, you'll know if you slide off in my inbox and doing the most I'm going to screenshot you and me and my friends are going to cackle at you <laughs> and that's just that mm-hmm. you know, when you get off in somebody inbox and you doing too damn much it's a real Girl, difference I've had a guy cuss me out child no, that right there a couple times cuss me out in my inbox because I'm, I'm leaving him on red bitch you know you see me and you saw me ignore you. Why do you keep sending me? Hello, good, good morning, Georgia. <laughs> Hello, beautiful. Hey, pretty. Leave me the, alone. Right. Like, I'm, right, I'm right. trying to be nice and not respond. Because I'm not right. used to it. Leave me alone. Well, Mr. Mm-hmm. Boone, who said typically I can get a read just by smiling and saying hello, it will tell me if you want to be bothered or not. Kudos That's true. To being able to read social cues, but there are a lot right. of people that are not able that to don't. read social cues. That like Mr. Regina just said. A social cue would be if I'm leaving you on red, but you didn't take the social cue and now you're still in my inbox and now I'm getting cussed out because you didn't take the social cue that I don't want to be bothered. Right. How many of us raise your hand if you've been out somewhere and a man has tried <laughs> to talk to you and you were not receptive to it and you done got cussed out, called mm-hmm. bitch like that cue anyway, right. blase, blase, blah. So yeah. That like, ugly bitch is what they usually say. Honey, fast. <laughs> but I was cute enough for you to come over here and try to holler at me. Right. That part. That's that part. that's that's their that's their insecurity. So then I turn around and I say, I could spill all your business side, but spirit gonna punish me if I do so. So leave me alone. <laughs> but it goes both. So I'm gonna tell you about all the childhood trauma that made you feel like you. Oh Lord, me. she ain't gonna analyze you. She gonna that's analyze it. you. That's it. Right that's it. Your mama didn't hug you. What happened? You that's it. Wow. What happened? Grab them by the <laughs> But yeah. I want to say it on the flip side too, because I don't want people saying we just male bashing. Because women, we do the same yes, thing. Yes, we're not male bashing. A guy can be hollering. I mean, a girl can be hollering at a guy, and and he he's telling her that he's not interested, and they see that as a challenge, and they gonna try yeah. even harder. 
It mm-hmm. happened both ways. It right. happened both. Me, no, nah, I don't do that. If you refuse me, I'm I've seen women. Well, I've like, seen oh it. <laughs> I don't know. Don't I like me. a good competition. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I Actually, like a good you turn into the heavy set dude over there <laughs> <laughs> that they ain't want to talk to in the first place, and then you go to nigga, you see me talking to you. What happens a lot though for women is though is that we turn into what we can offer them in the moment. Like mm. I've seen a lot of my friends be like, he acted like he ain't injured that, but ah, he got it last night, thinking that that was gonna fix the problem, and he wasn't Girl, he in the first place. No, he's, <laughs> not he's just gonna like, talk to fix it. Know your audience. You gotta know your audience. That's right. That's it. I I done oh. been there before too. <laughs> <laughs> well, did it did it work for you? And she's no, single, and but she I done had, I done <laughs> had my rough patches. I done had my rough. I done grew. I done grew. It's all gone. It. How many of y'all really shoot? Well, y'all are married, right? Miss Sunshine, mm-hmm. you married. Miss Virginia, mm-hmm. Chastity, how often do you shoot your shot? Uh, uh not often because I get scared. Actually, yeah. No, I don't like rejection. So if yeah. I if I shoot my shot, then it's he better say yeah. <laughs> He better say, yo, I'm going to shoot his toes off. It's funny that you say that because I thought there was just a woman problem, but the guys corrected me really quick that they are way more fearful of rejection than women are. But I just assume, and I guess because that's the only side that I see that guys don't have no problem hollering at people that I didn't Mm -hmm. feel. I thought it was worse for women, but they say it's pretty even, actually. Guys have a lot more confidence, but they don't like rejection. Women won't even have the confidence to jump off the porch to get rejection because we're scared of rejection. You right, see what I'm right. saying? Like it, it'll be, you know, dudes out here that like you now you know, get gone somewhere. But he's still <laughs> gonna shoot his shot on some shit. Why I can't? You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Women will look at a man and be like, oh well, he fine, he didn't see that, but I don't really. I ain't gonna say nothing to them because of whatever. We're gonna wait for them to come to us unless you right. really, you know, or you see somebody that you really, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ooh, then you gonna try to shoot your shot. That's how I'm gonna shoot my shot. shot, shot. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like, shoot my shot for a week and see what happens. I feel like we no, should. Girl, let, let us know. Say for a just, week. Just, I'm just gonna do it to random let people. <laughs> Please do it like- and record it while you do it, bro. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Let us know. Okay. I'm gonna I shoot can't. my shot for a week. I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna do some corny pickup lines too. I can't wait. <laughs> and as a woman, you don't have to deal with it if you just do you and posture for what you want. Yeah, that's a lie. We don't have to deal with what? Whatever it is, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> because you can you can be the most posturous of whatever and niggas what will still try. What is I don't know, but niggas is still gonna try. <laughs> Lee, they need you to clarify. They need you to they need clarification. Oh, rejection. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, we don't have to deal with rejection. You still, you still think there's a lot of chance? Mm. That's funny. That, you came straight off the top with it. Right. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> she said she didn't try it before. It's a lie. 
Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. Y'all, I sure hate to cut it off, but uh, we, we we be trying not to be over too long. So uh, we'll have to bring you ladies back. Thank you so much for of joining in on this are, wonderful yeah. conversation. I'm a friend of the show. I'm a friend of the show. This is my third time. Mm-hmm. Third time being on here, we, yeah, we got to go for it. Even four, I'm getting ready to start a, <laughs> an online petition that y'all got to have me on like, like every two months or something. You know what I'm saying? So, so don't seem like I'm gonna ever get around to starting mine. I'm just come on here. All right, I know this right. Miss Regina, girl, I'm gonna inbox you. Please do because I look. We need to help each other. Okay. There you go. Ain't nothing like a good barter system in the black community. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like, help one another. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, since you were saying that, go ahead and tell people where to find you guys. What's whatever social media you want them to have, et cetera, et cetera. Um, um, I have a Facebook, Attractive Minds, Love and Respect. My website is attractiveminds.lr.com. And I also have um, Instagram, which is spiritual underscore goddess with three S's. Awesome, awesome. What about you, lady? <laughs> um, I have a personal and a professional page. I'm going to give you all my professional page because you will not get on my personal page and go tell my boss lady, Nathaniel, okay? All so, right, Nathaniel. <laughs> it is Mary Jackson um, on Facebook. On Instagram, I am as a clinician. Um, I do like to put my, my business phone number out there just for therapy purposes. If you need help, you need a referral, anything, anything, anything is 336-663-2751. Again, I am Mary P. Jackson, MSW, LCSW, and all the other stuff that you see up there on the screen. That's me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you ladies again. Y'all don't go anywhere just yet. But um, we'll definitely continue this conversation. Thanks, everyone who tuned in. Please do us a favor. Go to Occasionally Posh on Facebook and like us. Share our content. Join in on our conversations that we are having. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, We do have an Instagram page as well. And all of our podcasts are available on most audio podcasts podcast platform and give us some five apple, stars on apple Google. y'all give us some five <laughs> stars <laughs> even if you don't really like us do it now <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do it i mean i can do it <laughs> so yeah so if y'all if, if you that are watching can think of any topics you would like us to cover also if you are someone who you think would be a great um host on our show as well you can also you can always reach us on our facebook or instagram or you can email us at occasionally posh at gmail.com so thank you thank you for tuning in again and we will see you next time next topic needs to be about sex yes (laughs) (laughs) Bye.